Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron, Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so thankful to be your host. We're going to be looking at an incredible subject, the Dura Europus House Church. And so you can get information all over the internet on this. I'm going to be looking at Wikipedia, but kind of just conglomerates the known information here. Let's get started. Thank you for being here. It's the earliest identified Christian house church, even though like Peter's house in Israel, dating from even before 80 AD, they think they may have found a couple more in Israel now. It's one of the earliest known Christian churches where Apparently, a normal domestic house converted for worship sometime between 233 and 256 AD when the town was abandoned after conquest by the Persians. It's less famous, smaller, more modestly decorated than the nearby Dura Europus synagogue, even though there are many similarities between them. It has... Uh, famous frescoes were removed after discovery and now preserved in the Yale University art gallery. So here's some neat stuff in here. The building consists of a house conjoined to a separate hall-like room, which functions as a meeting room for the church. So like Brother Wilson's house in Sacramento. No prominent altar was found, and archaeologists are unsure where exactly it was located. In contrast, the room serving as the baptistry is very developed, meaning they had a very high view of baptism. Their surviving frescoes are probably the most ancient known Christian paintings. There are debate about that. The Good Shepherd, the Healing of the Paralytic, the Christ and Peter Walking on the Water are considered the earliest depictions of Jesus Christ, even though there are debates about that. But, you know, a couple centuries after Jesus and very close to his uh, home, as a matter of fact. A wall was demolished to make space for the large assembly room. This signified the shift to church houses, which were more permanently adapted for religious use. A much larger fresco here in this house depicts three women, the third mostly lost, approaching a large sarcophagus. This most likely depicts the three Marys visiting Christ's tomb, and some think it may actually depict the parable of the ten virgins. There were also frescoes of Adam and Eve, as well as David and Goliath. The frescoes clearly followed the Hellenistic Jewish iconographic tradition, but they're more crudely done than the paintings of the nearby Dura Europus synagogue. Now, this was fascinating to me. Fragments of parchment scrolls with Hebrew text have also been unearthed. They resisted meaningful translation until G.A. Tyker pointed out that they were Christian Eucharistic prayers. Now, think about that in Hebrew so closely connected with the prayers in Didache that he was able to fill lacunae in the light of the Didache text. 1933, among fragments of text recovered from the town dump outside the Palmyran Gate, a fragmentary text from an unknown Greek gospel harmony account was unearthed as well. It was comparable to Asian's diatessaron, but independent of it. So incredible. You drive church underground, they meet out in the woods, they meet in houses, wherever you can. I remember my pastor, you know, I'm Pentecostal, talking about people getting the Holy Ghost in Islamic countries. They would get high rises, and then they would put pillows over their face when they received the Holy Ghost. They'd baptize them in bathtubs.
hey, we just want to get the word out. Thank God for freedom of religion. Let's pray that it keeps going. And so God bless you. We will talk with you later. Please invite your friends to be with us every day. We just love doing this. We want to get the word around the world that the Bible is absolutely true. God bless you. Talk with you later. Bye-bye.